Free and Jason Dante. We got a few things on our mind, a few things that we want to say. We ain't here to start the drama, but we will talk about everything except for your mama. So sit back and relax and enjoy to the max while we talk about real life with a few laughs. I know you feel the heat. And yeah, you feel the beat So go ahead and plug into this TMLP Yeah, we're good for you Get your nutrition Yeah, you're listening to Man, listen Yeah, we're good for you Get your nutrition Yeah, you're listening to Man, listen Yes, sir What's going on, good people? We want to welcome you to another edition of the Man, listen Podcast I'm your boy, John Winfrey here and I am Jason Dante. Good to be back in the lab with you, my brother. Yes, sir. Likewise. And more importantly, we are glad to be back creating content that is thought provoking and uh, challenging and inspiring for our listeners and our viewers slash followers. So you know what it is. And as always, our disclaimer is we talk about everything except your mama. <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> so y'all, uh, how this show is going to go, this show is dedicated to black excellence. Hey. Uh, so we're going to hit a few things as far as talking about black excellence in general. Um, and of course, some um, cultural references um, and relevant things that uh, have happened that goes for black excellence. Um, we're going to talk about that WAP too. Oh, oh boy. Hello. Huh? Oh, Lord. Get a bucket and a mop. Hello. <laughs> uh, wow. That's a lot. Man. We'll get into that later. Yep. So, bro, I, I will kick it off this way. Give me your thoughts on the NBA bubble and the NFL being back, because I know this was a concern of mine that, you know, it wasn't going to be the same type of experience like watching sports. Yeah. Um, but I think, in my opinion, um, it's actually been kind of surprising to me personally and I think to a lot of people at large. So kind of give your take on the NBA bubble, the NFL sports being back. What's been your impression there? Yeah, man. Um, NBA bubble, they've done a phenomenal job of uh, setting that up and mm -hmm. making sure that they, they try to create as much of a, you know, a feel as they can with the virtual fans and, right. you know, some of like the sounds and stuff of the game. Of course it's different, um, but I think they've done a great job and then more kudos um, even more uh, to the league as far as, um, you know, letting the players have a voice um, as yes. far as all the social injustice been happening. Yes. Um, and kudos to the players, uh, another kudos rather, um, as far as how hard they've been playing. Yeah. Um, because at first you're not too sure, like, man, you know, like home court advantage is a real thing. And so you're right. not sure with that basically gone, like, how our players going to react and how the field is going to be. Mm -hmm. And truly these guys are showing, Hey, we're pros and it doesn't matter what environment we're in. We're here to a ball and yeah. that's what we're going to do. Yeah. So I love except, that. Except James Harden and Russell Westbrook, but that's Yikes. Yikes. Oh, <laughs> oh, did I say that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yikes. Go ahead. That hurts. <laughs> That's offensive. Yikes, man. Listen, just saying. <laughs> okay. I hear you though. Yep. <laughs> um, as far as the NFL goes, bro, um, super whack of the fans to be booing uh, on the first game uh, of the season with the Texans and the absolutely. Chiefs. Absolutely. Trash. Yeah. Whoever's ever in attendance and booing, you're trash. Like, I, 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 I need you to know that because. Why were you? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what the difference was black then and now. So, um, yeah. yeah. But uh, same thing with the NFL, man. People have been uh, playing hard and everything. Um, it's been great. Also, we'll say at the time that we're recording this, though, um, a lot of players have gotten hurt. Yeah, a lot of injuries happened today. Man, and it it sucks to see. And I know a lot of cats, uh, fantasy football is shattered right now. Yeah. But, I'm not. Thank God. I'm good. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't understand it. I don't do it. So. Oh, we got to get you in there, bro. But okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I feel about it, man. What about you? I, got you. I know oh, you touched I, on it a little bit, but. Yeah, man. I've been, I've been pleasantly surprised by just the presentation. I thought that the quality of like the competition with the NBA bubble itself wasn't going to be the same, mm -hmm. but I feel like it was actually the reverse of that where the competition was actually ramped up because you had guys that were there they're like, look, I'm here. I'm here to ball. Like, I ain't here to waste no time. I'm away from my family and my friends and stuff. Like, 
And there is, of course, a ring that needs to be won. So yeah, I've I've really uh, commend those guys as well as the rest of the staff and everybody involved. You know, in the bubble, um, they've done a great job with the virtual fans and all that yeah. type of stuff. That's been really cool. And then to your point that you mentioned about just um, the players really taking a more of a lead. I would say even aside from playing, but even with like bringing to light and keeping in the light the issues that we're dealing with in society today yeah whether it's the sure. social injustice the police brutality mm -hmm. um, all those things even like with the election and voting and stuff they've been very yeah. vocal like the the t-shirts and stuff like i mean it's mm -hmm. been really really dope to see so i really tip my hat off to them in that regard um as far as the nfl i definitely agree with you as far as the level of competition you know um i know some stadiums there was only like a couple thousand fans in the seats. Um, but, you know, to have that impact um, not really affect their productivity, I commend them for that. Like you said, it shows that they're sure. truly professionals and shows they really love the game and they're trying to compete. And it's entertaining for the fans. So, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. yeah, I don't – I think Ryan Clark said it best as far as that first game, um, you know, at the Chiefs when he was talking about why – you know, like they, they show their true colors. Those fans show their, their true colors and they represent. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, they represent other people that were not in attendance. Um, but yeah, you know, it's unfortunate, but hey, mm -hmm. we moving forward and they can't stop us no matter what. So can't stop it. Absolutely. Now, Suck a job, turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> now, on the flip of that, uh, recently there was some big news that came out. Uh, JD mentioned uh, Brianna Taylor at the beginning of this show. So uh, recently there was a settlement that came out of $12 million for the family of Breonna Taylor. Yeah. And um, along with that, there were police reform uh, items involved with that as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. my question to you, Jay, and to our listeners, of course, we always encourage you all's feedback, your input. So we're putting this out here because we want to have thought provoking, um, engaging conversation as yeah. well. So, uh, give your thoughts on the, you know, everything we're talking about. But in this, in this regard to Breonna Taylor, do you think that's enough, bro? Like a settlement? Like, I, I mean, it's $12 mm -hmm. million dollars and they had the police reform, you know, items in there, but it's just like, is that enough? To, to, to put it in perspective mm -hmm. in as far as like situation like this, that have happened like this, that has happened in past cities. Right. I think this is like um, what I saw, like the most money um, that um, a family of a victim has received and to okay. add, and, and it's the quickest that they've gotten the money. Um, and okay. as far as like the reforms and stuff that comes with it, um, you know, for it to happen as, as quickly as everything did, mm -hmm. that's a win. So, okay. you know, so, okay. so we'll, we'll take the W as far as that, mm -hmm. but, we're only on the third quarter. Like, like we got to leave with the third quarter. Uh, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's still another fourth quarter, meaning mm -hmm. arrest the, the officer, no, the dude with badges that killed Breonna Taylor. They gotcha. still need to be held accountable. So it's a gotcha. good first step and a good start. Um, but it, it's, we, I hope it's not just like, okay, we got the money, we got some reforms. All right. We're going to chill now. Nah, right. still justice needs to happen, man. Yeah. How you feel? I definitely agree with everything you said. I mean, you know, for this case to be open for the last, what, six months we're talking here. Yeah. Um, you know, and. If not longer. Exactly. One thing I think about is just the family and those that were close to her, how constantly this is something that's in their face, you know, and mm -hmm. they have to constantly relive and, and think about in terms of her not being there, right? Her not being here, um, right. which she should be. Um, so to me, I definitely agree with you in the regard of, you know, it is a win that's progress because that is what's rightfully due to them. Yeah. However, uh, on the same token, to me, a payoff is not justice, you know, and that does not bring accountability. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how they move forward with the police reform and mm -hmm. how they look for uh, how they look forward to um, handling the whole situation with those officers, those individuals at the time that committed that murder. Um, For sure. Because they definitely need to be arrested. Um, right. So, yeah. Um, let us know your thoughts on that to our TMLP listeners. We thank you for tuning in to this episode. We're going to get into this next segment, which is our overall umbrella for this episode. We're talking about black excellence. So, 
First question, Jay, uh, I want to talk about defining what black excellence is because, you know, you see pictures, you see posts on Instagram, Facebook or whatever, and people hashtagging black excellence or they hashtag, you know, certain figures that we see um, in society that are popular, black excellence. So let's talk about it, kind of unpack this thing. What does black excellence mean to you? How do you define it? So when you look at the words, my brother, no, brother. So- <laughs> yes. <laughs> You see, <laughs> you see the word black means like <laughs> established 1965. Oh like, my goodness. No, oh. man, but, but for real, um, I think black excellence is just um, exemplifies the black race operating at a super high level um, in, as far as creativity, intelligence, class, um, demeanor, uh, persona, just anything across the board. It, it, it's, okay. it's, it's kind of what you aim for and what you aim to do. And it's like the, it reflects the best representation of who we are as a people, as a race, as one of the, you know, founding people of this right. country. Right. So yeah, that's how I would define it, bro. I love that definition. I love how that. you say I would agree with you in that regard. I will also say to your point, I think black excellence is a, it's a mindset, almost similar to like that of a principle. It's a way of operating. It's a way of doing things, a way of carrying yourself, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's how you handle your business or how you interact with different people, like the representation that you create for the black race and for culture in general. I think that's, uh, what black excellence, that's definitely what it means to me. Um, but definitely I think that's involved in how it's defined. Um, when you think about certain figures that would embody black excellence, the people that, some people that come to mind are like, uh, Oprah, Denzel Washington, I would say, you know, Jay-Z even, um, Mm -hmm. and going back to, you know, some of our, um, ancestors, you know, Frederick Douglass, George Washington Carver, these were people who were on, the the um on the forefront of not only creativity but also change right so they these were individuals that you know push culture forward from a worldwide standpoint so to me that's what black excellence is uh that's what it means to me that's what is defined as now my my question here is do you believe because it seems like recently in recent years it's become like more of a movement and more of a trend type thing absolutely um, where i've yeah. seen certain pictures and i've seen you know people like i said they post on the gram and they say well, it's black excellence and i feel like that that whole meaning of black excellence is somewhat diluted because mm. people kind of think subconsciously well if you know black excellence is when i dress up nice if the if the fit is fresh, then this is black excellence. This is black, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah, but nah. So <laughs> talk about it uh, from your perspective, because I know for me it's like I don't care that you you know fresh for prom or you you get ready to go to a party. Like that's mm-hmm. cute, but that's not necessarily what you know total black excellence is to me. So is right, it right. important? Is it important at a time like this? Should that be something that we should emphasize in, in black culture, the black race? Like, speak on that, bro. Yeah, I'm, I mean, absolutely, man. Because um, it, it's been too long of a history of hearing the complete opposite, you know? I mean... Got you. Now, we, now, ex, now elaborate on that. When you say hearing the complete opposite, what is that? Yeah, so as far as, like, you know, like, a lot of black people here in the United States can't reference back to like, okay, you know, my family is from this area within Ghana or this area within Liberia or this Mm. area within Nigeria. Like we can't resort directly back to a specific country. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of us can just say, oh, it was probably somewhere like West Africa because that's where a lot of the slaves came from, you know, to build up the country. Mm -hmm. And so, that so I mean the the first thing that you know we're taught at least in like in schools and everything is that oh black people were slaves that came to this country, right? So you're already starting off with like a, you know I was a slave almost subconscious I was inferior, right? Um, and everything like that. Um, and then you have 400 years of that, 
then on top of you know okay you're out of slavery but we're still gonna treat you like trash and everything um and then we go to jim crow then to the new jim crow um mm-hmm. and so on and so forth and mm-hmm. it's always just been just this big stigma around black people that have been built up um and just ingrained in the country mm-hmm. and so if you have all these generations kind of talking about that um and you're learning that and it's all surrounding you it's going to really be hard to find your self-worth and self-identity right and so having a movement like black excellence um is i think is super pivotal to say like mm-hmm. hey even, let's acknowledge the history right. but you know we're not just slaves we are innovators we are mathematicians we are Absolutely. lawyers we are scientists, we are um, entertainers, we are, you know, pro athletes, we are businessmen, we are owners, like, you know, to build that up. And I think that's necessary, because like I said, all has been built up, your slaves, criminals, um, you know, riffraff, um, you guys acting ghetto, you ratchet and everything Mm. like that. Um, And it's, you know, and it's all, it's all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think black excellence is so important, um, not only to black people, but just America in general, because, yes. you know, America needs to know like, all right, we're not just like, like there's not just some like tokens, like, oh man, I love Oprah. She's great. Or oh, like yeah. it, it, you yeah. know, we don't want to, we're not just, you know, select, you know, dark skin or darker melanin people that are like right. doing it. It's like, at like, we're all in this together and we all have great things to contribute and Mm -hmm. we all wouldn't be at this point without the contributions of each other. But in this case, without the contributions of black people, like we literally did the calculations to send somebody to the moon. Right. Black people, hidden figures, you know, and check it out. If you ain't seen it, go watch it. Yeah. So that's how I feel about it, bro. My brother. So (laughs) (laughs) yes, sir. How you feel, man? Very well said, bro. I definitely agree with you. It's definitely important for us, especially at a time like this, where I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of, um, you could say fear. I don't like using that word because um, I don't like feeding into that. But there is a lot right. of a sense of fear and a sense of uncertainty and worry and doubt. And I think that at a time like this, it's very important that we remember not just where we come from in terms of the slavery, but also going back and understanding that there are black kings and queens that existed. You know, absolutely. There are, like you said, figures that we can easily cite, and those that I feel like have been lost in the hype and in the way information has been twisted. Where mm-hmm. like those that really initiated certain movements and started um, certain ideas and created certain uh, products or whatever, they're not uh, credited like they should be. Yeah. So I think that you know that's important for us as as a people to understand that we influence culture we influence a lot of things that impact the world at large and that's something that you can't downplay but i think it's been downplayed because of that narrative like you said of you know we just coming up the rough side of the mountain and it's like (laughs) no let me help you understand we built that mountain right you know what i'm saying so Mm. now the issue is is that there have been other people that have been able to profit off of our work and our hard work and, you know, um, the blood, the sweat and tears that we've put in. But at the same time, we have to understand the power of what we have, of what we possess as a people. So Absolutely. I definitely think is, is very important. And I will also say this, I think um, this is important because <laughs> call me petty, you call me shady or whatever, but I'm tired of going to black restaurants and black business establishments and you're not operating in excellence. I'm Dog, tired of it. I'm, I'm sick and tired, okay? <laughs> I'm tired of it because, like, on oh, one hand, we want to say support black business. And now, listen, let me be very clear because, I, thankfully, you know, I'm not talking about nobody in my circle. You know, Hello. I know I'm blessed yeah. to know other black entrepreneurs who are doing very well. And if you go into their establishment or if you have some type of business transaction with them, it's not going to be trash. So, you know, the business that we shout out, y'all can mm-hmm. go see them. It's not going to be no issue. But unfortunately, there is a stereotype and a narrative that's looming because there is some truth to it that you have some black owners who just they don't understand 
the principles of excellence. So I think at a time exactly. like this, we have to enforce that. We have to uh, keep ourselves accountable. You know what I'm saying? If you Heck have yeah. a if you have a bad experience at a restaurant that's black owned, don't. I I say this: go to the owner, pull him aside, and say, "Listen, I want to support your business. I don't want to go down to this restaurant, you know, where they already got they they set. They got a whole bunch of people. I want to." help this business grow but i need y'all to adjust this if they don't take your criticism or your input what you have to say then that's when you be like all right i'm through but we mm -hmm. have to take it upon ourselves to keep ourselves accountable and responsible in terms of really operating at that level of excellence that we know we can so that's yeah. just my piece on that bro you about to say something yeah, yeah for sure and, and kind of like to that point as much as like the actual like in, in this case, as far as black excellence, mm -hmm. as much as the business has a lot to do with it, mm -hmm. so does the customer as well. So if we, the customers, if we're going to give into it, mm -hmm. you know, like, ain't no, oh, what up, my brother? Okay, you know, 10%, 15% discount. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like, like, no, man, like, just, like, just, be, just because it's black owned doesn't mean, you know, discount it. Doesn't mean like, it's cheap. Right. That doesn't mean it's cheap, but it's lack of quality or anything right. like that. So right. also get out of that mindset because Absolutely. like if, if you're going to pay full price over here, mm -hmm. then why not pay full price over here? Exactly. Like, come on, exactly. man. So yeah, definitely agree with you that. So yeah, definitely black excellence, this movement, um, it's definitely a mindset when encourage us all to take on that mindset of operating excellence you know, which is a lot of times it's just about being willing to go that extra step. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like to make sure that everything is a one, like, let's really take it to the next level. Like you're not going to see, you know, LeBron or, you know, these figures, these people that we're talking about, you're not going to see them half stepping. You know what I'm right. saying? When they operate in their lane in their industries that they work in or whatever, they're operating at full capacity. So I think that's something that we should really, we have to really emphasize at a time like this, like we have to be responsible, uh, take up that mantle, take up that legacy of black excellence um, from our ancestors and say, okay, we're going to push this thing forward with the ideas and things that, you know, we have, because right now just with music, take music, for example, yeah. like what's hip hop is considered pop music right now. That's popular. Mm -hmm. And you got all these different people from different races, different ethnicities and backgrounds, different countries, em exactly all that. emulating that. Like, mm -hmm. because why? Because it's dope. <laughs> Number one. Mm -hmm. But then also that's what is pushing culture forward. And this is just, this is, we just talking about one era there. I mean, you can go back and look at history. History would tell you, you know what I'm saying? That we've been, um, people in the forefront as far as culture, as far as, you know, creativity, productivity, even. So definitely yeah. it is important. Yeah. And, and absolutely. And also, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not, um, black, you, you might be thinking at this point, like, all right, y'all, this is cool and all, but what this got to do with me, it has everything also to do with absolutely. <clears throat> because if you think about the music you listen to, um, especially Western music in the United States, whether you are hip hop, whether you're an R&B, whether you're gospel, whether you're jazz, whether you're rock and roll, whether you're country, whether you're bluegrass, all of it has at some point originated from black people. Mm -hmm. Like, like we're, we're originally from Cleveland. We got the rock hall in, in our backyard in Cleveland. Right. We've, we've gone. It tells you the history that you you don't get to rock and everything. You don't get the country. You don't get to none of that mm -hmm. without black people. So we've influenced your music there. Um, even as far as sports, if you love basketball, a lot of you know the moves and the spins and like kind of what makes basketball exciting. A lot of that was due to black people. Mm -hmm. A much influence. Mm -hmm. um, if you ran Jordans, of course that and you know and everything. And once again. If you love math and love the love space and love, oh man, you know, we sent somebody to the moon. It was a it was three black women, but it was mainly one black woman that did the math on that to mm -hmm. do it, you know. So like black excellence, black people helps push our country together forward. Absolutely. And to drive that home further, Jay, I would say this the reason why it's important for all races and people to understand is because you can't you shouldn't downplay someone that you're profiting off of. 
Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Hello. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about if all the entertainers and athletes, we talked about this before. I talked about this with my wife. She brought up the point. She's like, if all the entertainers, all the black entertainers and black athletes decided they were not going to work mm -hmm. for whatever length of time, do you understand what kind of catastrophic hit industry over? It would be over. It's a wrap. I'm talking about every black actor, black actress, like everyone in entertainment, music, sports. producer. I'm, I mean, bruh, oh. like top to bottom, if all of them was like, we not working for a whole month. We gone. Like we good. Do you understand the hit the world would take? Like that's a major oh hit. So I think that's important. What we're bringing up in, in terms of not only black excellence, but appreciating uh, black excellence is very important because there is it's created so much wealth and so much opportunity for so many people across the world. And so I for think sure. that's the thing that we kind of lose. And like I said um, earlier, in terms of there are certain people that um, deserve credit that have been lost in the hype because information has been um, twisted and information has been lost. So we're not trying, we're, we're not these um individuals it's like man you know we all black forget every other race that's not what we saying <laughs> right, that's right, not right. what we saying like me i i'm very big on appreciating everyone's background everyone's ethnicity and race but at mm -hmm. a time like this when people are trying to understand why are y'all emphasizing black lives matter all lives matter too we're trying to help y'all understand listen the equality is not the same on our end but yet it's still our output and the impact that we're creating is on a whole nother level. So I mean, don't, so stop tripping when we asking for equality, when we telling y'all don't just walk up to people and shoot them just cause they black or whatever, because they are very valuable. <laughs> like <laughs> It's very valuable. Like, so I think that's the other aspect to this conversation and narrative of what, what black excellence is and the impact that it has. So to our viewers, um listeners please let us know your thoughts what does black excellence mean to you how would you define it give us your input what are some figures that you feel embody black excellence um i'm blessed and i'm gonna say this publicly i'm blessed to know you know my brother here jd the great i feel like he's a great example of what black excellence is Thank educated you, <laughs> Thank you, Good, educated man. creative black brother doing his thing and I'm blessed to be in partnership with him and see how, you know, he's being a great father, a great husband, you know, a great brother uh, to me as well as Kelly. So, you know, um, you, you state, give some of the people that you feel like embody black excellence and we might even shout them out. But on Good that show. note, mm -hmm. let's, let's talk about another example of black excellence. Um, unfortunately, recently transitioned to heaven, um, our dear friend and brother, Mr. Man. Wakanda himself, Wakanda forever, Chadwick Bosman. Um, let's talk about the impact of Black Panther, bro. Because I feel For like sure. right sure. now, like we know, we know the impact and how epic that movie is, right? But yeah. I feel like that's a movie, like when I have my sons or daughters or whatever, like my children, that's just a whole that's a movie night. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta, For sure. got to see this movie. So mm -hmm. speak on it from your perspective, bro, like the impact that you feel like a movie like that has on culture and black excellence. For sure. Before I get into the movie, the, even mm -hmm. the actor himself, like Chadwick Bosman, man, like yes. uh, even through his acting career, he yes. embodied so many historical uh, figures because he did Thurgood Marshall. Yep. He did. Um, then he do Jack. He yeah, he did Jackie Robinson. 42. Um, uh, yeah, 42. He did uh, James Brown um, yeah. and everything. He, he did quite like quite a few of them uh, yeah. that he just had on lock. Yeah. So, like him and his work um, as far as acting is just phenomenal. Seriously. Uh, well, as far as that movie specifically, man, um, it just goes with that uh, representation um, that, you know, we're, we're seeing a story that doesn't originate of, you know, Stay wait in the water. <laughs> wait in, like, like it's nice that all right, we're not starting, you know, in a slavery downtrodden right. wasteland Africa. Right. That you always see help the kids and everything. And yep. though that's a real thing, yeah. that's not all of Africa. It's showing you like, no, like this culture, these people are a transcended, trailblazing type 
culture people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, kind of like what I said earlier, because we're started in school learning, you know, if you're black learning about, you know, your race, the first thing you're going to learn, oh, you were brought here as slaves. Yep. So yep. to have a movie embody like, hey, you know, actually you're like legit from royalty and you mm-hmm. see all, you know, the, the, you know, the colors and the intuitive intuitiveness and, mm-hmm. you know, just the technology mm-hmm. that was there in the movie. And I get it's a movie and I get like vibranium isn't a real element, but I, but still yeah. it just, sh- it just shows, it's just great representation to see us in black excellence, basically right. like intelligent, strong, mm-hmm. um, self-assured, swagger. Um, I was out the wazoo. I Definitely. mean, Definitely. and, and, and just, you know, just so confident and so just royal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's, it's just, it really is just the attitude, just the mindset that they had. So I think seeing that portrayed out on a big screen, right. um, that's why it is so important because how many movies can you really point back to see that it's like, Oh man, yeah, you know, an all you know, basically an all black movie that wasn't like ratchet or drinking or anything like that, but just shows class personified. Yeah, yeah. there, there's not many like, yeah. Yeah. even though it was a comedy, maybe the only one I can think of off the top of my head is like Coming to America. Yeah, like it's epic though. It's yeah, epic. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mount Rushmore. But yeah, mm. Black Panther's definitely up there for sure, man. Right, so Mount Rushmore. So how how you feel about it? You know, it's impact. Uh, I'll say your impact to you. It's impact to you. Um, in general, you think just impact to the world, to black people, to everybody. What's your take? Man, it's like so to speak to the actor himself. Um, what really blessed me and inspired me was to hear his friends and his family talk about him, right? Mm-hmm. And how that character that he portrayed in Black Panther was not far off from the actual person because yeah, yeah. He, like Chadwick himself as a person was a class act. I read some things that Michael B. Jordan uh, stated about him, you know, how he was such a great brother, class act, stand up man. Um, even Ture Roberts, my wife shared me um, a post that Ture Roberts uh, posted uh, talking about the weeks leading up to his transition, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. how strong, you know, this man was like, he wasn't, down he wasn't you know um depressed or anything like he really exuded strength he exuded faith he exuded confidence right and he also Mm -hmm. exuded humility so it's just a great example i think just for us to follow as men as human beings but then the movie itself man like you said i was just first of all i didn't know the whole backstory the comic backstory behind black panther gotcha yeah so i was a little shaky on it too yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like when I watched the movie, I was watching it from a completely blank slate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to understand the whole narrative and then to see at the time what was going on in the world, it's like, dag, like it really hit home with me because, like I said, it, it was almost like, you know, a challenge to black culture and, you know, our race and people like, yeah. what are y'all yeah. doing? Mm-hmm. Like y'all feeding into this narrative, like you said, of slavery and all that. And that's a real thing. We know that. But just as much as real is the opposite of that, where, like you said, we have we got vibranium like right. We, <laughs> right. we got that right. it factor when it comes to different industries that we are in. And it's evident across the board, you know, so mm-hmm. I think that it just inspired me to not allow myself to feed into um, the narrative of, you know, the struggle and, you yeah. know, what it's like, no, like you can make it, you can really be successful. You can be great at what it is you do and not have to worry about looking over your shoulder, you know, like right. doing it the illegal way or whatever, like it is possible. And the movie itself from a production standpoint was absolutely amazing. Like, yeah, start to finish the storyline, the acting, the music, everything was just a one to me. So it black was excellence, like, blackity black excellence, blackity like, black excellence. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, because the director of the movie, uh, Ryan Coogler, you know, he he's black. Yeah. You know, Kendrick Lamar did a, a, you know, the whole album for black. Man. Um, Man. And so on and so far, just black. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I, I really. I really marvel at um 
how they put that together. <laughs> Marvel. I see what you did there. Definitely didn't do that on purpose, but hey. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, like definitely was inspired and impacted by that. Um, For sure. So we're going to take a quick short break and we'll be back with our next segment. All right, everybody, all of us here at TMLP, we want to encourage you all that you make sure that you register to vote. Easy way to do that, if you go to vote.org, you can check out your state-specific election deadlines, dates, and rules. So once again, go to vote.org to register online to vote uh, for this upcoming election, November 3rd. All right, we're back. We thank you all for listening to the Man Listen podcast. This episode is dedicated to Black excellence. And so now we want to get into a bit of a more controversial (laughs) topic here. (laughs) Um, So we're going to talk about WAP. (laughs) WAP, there it is. Oh, my goodness. So WAP. What a podcast today. Oh, my God. (laughs) WAP, WAP currently has 203 million YouTube views. 93 million streams, 125,000 downloads, and 11.6 million radio airplay impressions. So clearly, uh, this song is definitely at the top of the charts right now. It's trending still. Um, I'm not sure how many weeks it's been out, but it's been out for a little bit. I watched the video, heard the song. Um, Ditto. And uh, yeah, let's get into this thing. (laughs) Let's talk about your reaction, Jay. Let's talk about your reaction to it and, uh, you know, just overall impressions of it. We'll start there. Man, for first listen, it was like, my God, like, jeez, <laughs> like it, dog, it's, it's, it's porn in a song. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's lyrical, musical porn, yeah. bro. Yeah. Uh, be, be, and, and I know, like, this hasn't been the first song of its type, mm-hmm. but, you know, just hearing it, it was like. It, it was out there. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, and, and and it and it catches you so off guard. Cause you know, start start off like certified freak. Okay, seven days a week. Okay, you heard that before, right? If you get into it, right? Um, and it's bucket and a mop. I'm like, sweet Jesus, <laughs> like that's a lot. A bucket and a mop, like. So yeah, it. I mean, it it threw me, dog. I mean, I took one listen. And I haven't listened to the song since. <laughs> what it does? One in because I don't need that. Like, so you like that with your like, wife? Like, you ain't gonna play. I need. I need to experience WAP. Okay. <laughs> but I don't need to hear about okay. anybody else's WAP. I, I I need I need to to bask in the glory of it. But, <laughs> okay. But, but, but I don't want to hear about it, sure. nobody else's. I mean, I got you. Yeah. I got you. What were your uh, first reactions, bro? My first reaction was this was business genius to create a song Hmm. um, that I know will be played in certain venues and establishments. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, for for you for you to have that take as initial reaction that just speaks to the up and coming <laughs> mogul that you are so that that makes sense you know like, like for, and the thing is because it was just too it was just too bold it's just very apparent it's very clear what the goal is with this and mm-hmm. I'm like that's just appealing in certain environments and to a certain demographic of people um, mm-hmm. specifically those that like to go to the clubs or. Um, so yeah so you know free i'll say free free. there you go they like to get free amen Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so that was my initial reaction to it but then i started thinking about it i'm like man like is this also because it's taking off it's still trending right so it's also speaking to the view or how could I say the interest of the listener? Like, is this a fair sample to base what people want to hear off of? If that makes sense, because if elaborate a little bit further, so like you have the aspect of, we know hype and we know sex sales, right? Absolutely. Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion, they are two prominent figures as far as female artists right now. They are like doing their thing. Nope, no issue, no debate there, right? Mm-hmm. 
Right. But what I'm saying is for it to be trending the way it has been, it's like, is that what people really want to hear? You know what I'm saying? Is that really what y'all okay. want? Like, do y'all want that? Where it's just like, y'all just, y'all just, y- your frame of mind is there? Like, mm-hmm. or is it just the fact that this is like hype or whatever? Because I'm thinking about multiple demographics of people, like not yeah. just the grown women, but I'm also thinking about the younger girls. So it's like, is this mm-hmm. a good representation? <laughs> So let's get let's get let's get into this because this yeah. is where we going with this. First of all, I'm gonna ask you, Jay. Do you think this is an example of black excellence? We gotta talk about it, right? And, right. And second part is, do you think it's on Cardi B and Meg's? Is it their responsibility to either cater to like? what it is they want to do or do you feel like they have a responsibility to be like no nah, like i got young girls watching me maybe i shouldn't put it out here like this like come mm. this wop right <laughs> <laughs> bucket and I'm, oh my god <laughs> speak on it bro <clears throat> so i would say um as far as the song itself not not thinking business wise or anything talking about the song, the creativity of the song, and the lyrics of the song in which are entwined into the song. <laughs> no, this is not Black excellence. Not at all. Really? No. No. So so really, you you couldn't Bro. think. Because, I mean, let's let's A-B comparison. Even though I know it was a, um, a man, like Marvin Gaye, it was a little more, it was a little more like entwined in a creative, subtle way. Like, Hey, if you feel what I feel, then come on, let's get it on. And it was great music. Um, and of course, it was suggestive. Like, of course, we know that Marvin's like, hey, if you horny and I'm horny, let's have sex. That's a That's what bad comparison, though, because they're not even in the same vein, bro. Like, Marvin is... Marvin but both songs smooth. are talking about sex. But I'm saying Marvin's approach was different because he was smooth. He was like, he was... um. He was serenading the women, right? Cardi is coming at you. Cardi got a different swagger. Cardi way of rapping is her delivery is her sale. Yeah. Cause she say she she's the she's the girl. She says everything that even the class, yeah, and the classy women that don't necessarily show that ratchet side all the time. They like that because she say the stuff that they probably think or they feel, and she like does. The stuff that they, you know, they ratchet side would want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, on that part. I, I feel you. I hear you. But <laughs> but but still, like, I still feel like like you couldn't think of anything more creative than just <laughs> get a bucket and a mop. Like, <laughs> and I just keep going back to that lyric because I'm afraid to say anything else, bro. Like, like. For real, for real. Like you said, I want a gag. I want to choke. We we can't think of anything more so creative or. Do you more. say the song is trash, bro? The, like the the, the track, the music was trash, and her delivery was trash. I'm. I mean, to to really like dig into it, I'd have to listen to it again. Okay. And I'm not gonna listen to it again. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> so just in first impression, oh, man, you know, it's just. Like, I got like, you. I, I mean, I know how Cardi rap and everything, so you know, I know how Meg rap, so it's like, okay, you know, it's it's, a, it's in that style. That's their style. That's fine, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like, I like a little more embeddedness, you know. Than I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a curveball there. I'm gonna throw a curveball right here. I'm gonna say that I like Cardi because I feel like Cardi is authentic. She doesn't remind me of Lil Kim, or she doesn't remind me of Nicki Minaj, but Meg Thee Stallion is like the new Nicki Minaj to me. Oh yeah, Card- Card- Cardi is kind of in her own breed. Uh, it, and I think that's why, you're right, that is why people like love her because she yeah. just like, hey, she don't give no Fs really. For real. And she just, whatever I want to say and everything. Um, but she's not, she not, I'm, I don't want people to think, she's not ignorant or dumb. Like I've seen her carry some very, intelligent conversations on like politics and everything like her view on that sure. stuff is for real and and i i feel like we're gonna get hate mail because i just said Meg the style is the new Nicki minaj so 
I'm ready for that. But whatever. Whatever. Hey, look, and it's not no knock to Meg. Meg is doing her thing. Like, right. I don't discredit her, but I feel like we've seen that before. Cardi that's is it. a different flair to me. So that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But continue, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but then and but then again, as far as like, you know, as far as her success and her swag. I feel like, you know, Cardi in and Cardi in, a, in and of herself, that's black excellence. Okay. Um, and, and, and even and even though, like, like you said, like she's not dumb at all. Like, right. like I'm not gonna say that. Right. But she is ratchet. Yes. <laughs> um, and with her being it's, ratchet, it's, I don't it, I don't think ratchet is black excellence. Just plain and simple. Whoa. All right. Be, be, because because not a lot of people would take the time. I mean, let's be real. So you not can't a lot of be ratchet. Take the time. You say you cannot be. You cannot operate in black excellence and be ratchet. You can't portray ratchetness and then expect to be called black excellence. Ooh, we. I, I know that's a. Get, I'm not, you're about to get lit up, bro. I know, but but think about it, bro. It's kind of what you just said. Like you know, I get, like no, I get like it. you you stopped and really listened to her and everything. And when you stop and do that, you realize, okay, this ain't no slouch. Like right. you're very aware of what's going on. Right. But for the most that don't take the time and just take Cardi at you know face value, all you hear is this ow and all and like all that. Like she just <laughs> she just become a soundboard and just a meme instead of like a person and coronavirus and like <laughs> like it just becomes like all that. And so you're not you. really, you know, I don't think she really like, oh man, you know, I look up to Cardi just like I do like Michelle Obama. Like you're not well, I mean, okay. You're not gonna okay, do that at all. Okay, okay, but, wait. So stop it there. Okay, now you Oh, Lord Jesus. Okay, so I don't disagree with your statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, to our listeners, I I ain't even going to ask y'all what y'all think, because I know y'all going to tell us anyway. So yeah, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know. But, okay, so. Before you continue, just right quick. Again, all love to Cardi, because I do love her auth- authenticity and we everything. Ain't, we ain't got to do all that. We ain't got to do all no. that. It's all love. We, we ain't knocking them. But this is no because if Cardi, hopefully, you know, I mean, I mean, I need to put it on. But if she hear this, I don't want her to think like, man, who's this Joker just like dogging <laughs> me? Like Cardi is not that. But I'm just I'm saying. I'm sure they've gotten worse. Way oh, they have, worse, but still. Sure. So, okay, so that's your first statement. You can't be ratchet. You feel like you can't be ratchet and have and or embody black excellence. I don't disagree with that statement. Mm. Now. The second part to the question is, do they have a responsibility right. to be an example to young women or women in general, or is it technically not on them? Like they just got to do them as artists. Technically it's not on them. I mean, cause if you're an artist, you, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. And if people pay for it, then, you know, it is what it is. Um, so technically it's not on them. Um, I'm not too sure about like Meg's personal life and, you know, if she has children or anything, but I'll just focus back on Cardi because I know she has the most adorable little girl. But it's so in that regard, I wonder, like when she become like older, how do you explain that to her? Like, oh, yeah, you know, mama just talking about Ooh. her, you know, wet. Whop! <laughs> like, and so in that regard, knowing that, you know, so many younger people like love you. I feel like you have to be a little more conscious to understand, like, you can't just be putting it out there and, you know, these little girls like, oh, all right, then I, you know, get a bucket and a mop, you know, give me that big Mac truck. And it's like, little girl, go do some algebra. You don't even know what you're talking about. Like, chill. (laughs) Learn how to spell first. Right. 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 Okay. So I got you. Yeah, so I, I know I went on a diatribe, but how you feel about I'm all of good, it, man? Man, so I'm torn because the the business <laughs> side of me says, no, it's not their responsibility. Um, but on the flip of that, it's just hard to think about when they have to walk into certain rooms and they're trying to inspire young women that may have been or are already involved in certain lifestyles that are similar to theirs. Like, that's not a lifestyle you're going to promote because you as an artist now have been able to elevate your lifestyle, if that Mm. makes sense. You're not involved in that stuff no more. You did that because it was out of need and necessity, not because it was your preference. 
So for you to speak and to make music now that is related to that old lifestyle that you have now surpassed and moved on from, it's kind of hard to be like, well, how you going to tell the younger girls to do something different when you blasted this and you promoted this? So it's kind of like from that element, I see it as kind of like, man, it's just, it's interesting. Like, how can you, I struggle with that because it's like the, what you're putting out there mm. says one thing, but when you go to talk to these young girls, you're going to tell them to be confident in themselves. You're going to tell them to not, you know, um, settle for less. You're going to tell them, which is all good. Like that's, that's what you're supposed to tell them. We're supposed to raise our children to believe in themselves and like be confident, mm -hmm. especially young women. The future. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's mm -hmm. important. Right. Right. But it's just like, we also had to keep in mind that the content and the music you put out has influence and power as well and impact. So my question is, is that a, should that be considered a double standard? Do you, do you feel like that should be, or we should interpret this song as them trying to empower women's sexuality? Mm. Now, before I answer that, I have a question back to you. Oh, no, I don't want to answer this. <laughs> no, you, we, we, this is rough, bro. It, I, I mean, it's it's dicey. It's dicey. I don't want to get And I, I live with one that's like a Cardi fan, so I'm really mm. trying to be cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, hilarious. Okay. But, but my question to you, um, and I know you're saying like they're promoting a lifestyle that they've basically transcended. Have they? Oh, <laughs> but 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 in in this sense, so I guess like for you, then define what I, I would I would say like define what that lifestyle is because on first and only listen of the song, it is not it doesn't sound like I mean you could interpret it that like you know they're just like smashing any dude that comes around, but maybe it's really not like that. It's just like hey, for this dude that I'm with, you know. I this is you know I'm telling him all of these things right and if, if it's that then cool so kind of what's your take on that if we want to be technical there are layers to it in terms mm -hmm. of the song itself I interpret that as being more of them it's direct dialogue with a certain guy right okay so this mm -hmm. is the messagery that they're sending to this dude like hey if you really bought this action then this is what it is you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. it's it's how they interact with or how they're interacting with whoever this guy is right that's the narrative right. but we know that in reality because of the nature of the song there is a certain lifestyle that accompanies that there's a certain type of culture and demographic that that appeals to. And that is one that likes to club. That's one that's nine times out of 10 out here looking for action, right? If not action being Jackson, <laughs> if not being paid for that action. Hello. So that I'm just saying, that's the reality of what we are talking about. Right? Right. So okay. my thing is, if we want to strip it down, what I'm talking about is if we're basing it off of the song, do you want your daughter say, does Cardi B want her daughter saying that to Lil Romeo son? Like, does she want that? Do she want her daughter? Lil Romeo. No. His son, his son, his son. His son. Or does she, does, does she want her daughter saying this same type of stuff to another young man? You know what I'm saying? Does she want her putting it out there like the way it's being put out there in this song? That's all I'm saying. Like I, I hear you. I, and and especially like if it ain't gonna last long, like when you in like six months in, and I'm sure you want whoever like your daughter or a young girl you're looking up to or that's looking up to you to be in a long committed relationship before he gets the WAP, not like months two in and exact, get the WAP. Exactly. And the thing gotcha. is, that's why I'm asking, is it a double standard or should it be considered empowering to women's sexuality? Because in addition to that, bro, you got a whole nother aspect of this where women get upset and rightfully so when men call them all types of bees or you are this or you are that, you know, mm -hmm. and they degrade women in their music. Right. So there are plenty right. of examples of that where the woman is belittled or whatever and there's this expectation or like this kind of sense of entitlement that, well, because it's the man, it's okay. 
right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why I'm asking, like, should we interpret this as a double standard or whatever? Like, or should this be acceptable because of the way certain artists, uh, male artists, have talked about women in their music? Yeah. But it's like on the flip of that, I know I don't want my daughter out here talking like that to no dude. Like, come on, man. Like, right. Like, skip all hey. that. For sure, for sure. Like, for unless sure. you married now, if you married, listen, wop, 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 wop it up, wop, <laughs> bask. <laughs> I mean, listen, immerse yourself, okay? <laughs> Sidebar, I'm gonna tell y'all, listen, I'm gonna tell y'all that <laughs> video. <laughs> look, this look, I gotta say uh, this before you move on. The video was hilarious to me because at the very start of the video, you got the statues that's mm-hmm. turning around with the water coming out the woman's chest, and then there's a gush of water that come from underneath the door and down the steps. I said they wildin', man. That's how you- Look it in a mop, okay? Man. So, yeah, like that that, that so, video was hilarious to me, but- Man. Yeah. So to, so to answer your question- Yes. It really, it really depends on your take, because I, I'll take, I'll take this route. How some can enter? Here you, how, here you go. Here you go. okay. All listen, right. listen. Okay, at how some can interpret it, and to an extent, I understand it is a double standard because we have a, a plethora, a whole catalog of dudes that have talked about their sex capades. Now, also, let me be clear: I don't want to hear about nobody's sex capades. Like, I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't care, bro. Like Facts. I don't I don't care Facts. what you did and how Facts. like I don't care. Facts. I don't want to know. I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there, but you know, in comparison to this song, I mean there's how many more songs as far as the dude talking about what he did and you know, suck and all that. What well, she is, she did, she that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she did and all that, yada yada yeah. yada. Um, so there there's a huge double standard there now that you know meg and cardi come out with a song like this it's like dear god right bucket enema right swipe your nose like a credit card my goodness like so there there is a huge double standard there and so with that how some and 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 i don't mean this i don't mean to say this term in a negative way um because you know i i I agree with (laughs) feminism as a whole but how some feminists will interpret it it's like yo she is you know feeling empowered and feeling like hey you know she she can be free in her sexuality right, to right. talk about whatever she wants to do so okay. she shouldn't have to conform and you know and um mute herself as right. far as her sexual pleasure and anything like that right. she's free to express it however she wants to okay i get that yeah so so I, I guess that answers your question okay but but for for me i don't want to hear about nobody's nothing mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. i don't want to hear about it i just want to experience mm-hmm. with my wife i got you women y'all speak on it let us know help us educate us do, do us, you feel empowered listening pers- to that song give us perspective right your thoughts uh because i i can definitely understand what what jay is saying in this regard and how there are a few ways you can interpret the song I guess my thing is you ain't got to be so vulgar. Like Man. it don't take all of that. Like it was just out there. Like, and so to, to kind of just kind of uh, wrap this up, um, dog, any, any last, um, any, any last words that you want to say according to WAP, uh, you know, women's sexuality, them being role models, anything that we just hashed out as far as WAP. I would just encourage, this is the business side of me, the producer in me. It's like you have to mm. figure out what is that fine line? What is that common ground where you, if you feel like you want to be self-expressive or if you feel like you want to um, put out certain messages that may be a little blunt or a little harsh, there's a way to do it. And I think mm. that um, along with that, with the theme of black excellence, there's definitely certain standards and things that you have to abide by. So I think... Um, I think they are, as far as the WAP and Cardi B and Meg Stallion, they are an example. They are inspiring certain women out there to know that you can come from a certain background and you can make it, you can be successful. I think that's great. But I think there's also something to be taken away from that situation as far as how you deliver certain things. And that's where the whole element of black excellence comes into play for me. So that'd be my two cents on that. And, and honestly, and I'll, I'll echo that as well. And that's, 
you you really said the point I was trying to make earlier when I brought up like Marvin Gaye. It's it's how how you present it. If you want to yeah. talk about that, that's cool. Yeah. But it's how it's presented doesn't feel like black excellence. Yes. Like like you know like if, if that's just going to be like talk with the homies and anything, mm-hmm. then cool. You know then girl talk you go ahead talk about swiping this no like credit card cool that's fine <laughs> <laughs> but but i feel like as far as portraying out and with you all basically being the top two women in the game right now mm-hmm. um i think whether unfairly unfa- or unfairly there's an added weight on your shoulder that a lot of people are going to look to you mm-hmm. as what their idea of black of, of, of what a their idea of a black woman is yeah, um true. and yeah. and so listen to that someone will just say like oh okay you know just these kind of ratchet but just freaky good time women let's go at it and it's yeah. of course you know black women are way more than that and so not to go into a whole tangent but saying that to say you really have to draw a, a fine line and i don't yeah. think that song and that lyrical content really reflects black excellence well um segue what about black is king do you feel like that was a good example of black excellence or um <laughs> i wish you try to get see, me killed i wish y'all could see his face <laughs> right now <laughs> so recently black is king uh came out to all of our listeners and viewers i'm sure most of you have probably seen it i myself mm. being a jay-z and beyonce fan i think uh shameless plug beyonce is the greatest female entertainer of all time uh jay-z that's still to be, that's still to be determined but um yep. beyonce most definitely um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now i know what i took away from the blackest king um <laughs> i'm gonna just say this because i know jason has some select words for this matter initially my initial reaction was that it was definitely abstract it it definitely lost me i was definitely confused didn't understand what was going on although i really enjoyed the dancing and the production element i thought that was very well done um in retrospect after thinking about it what i concluded was that there were certain the overall theme was to empower and to enlighten the black culture and the black race that listen you know black excellence is a real thing that we are those individuals that push culture forward you know, mm-hmm. we, they were reminding us of our value and to appreciate where we come from and to understand the importance of moving forward pushing forward um and i think they did that through the different videos different songs were supposed to be snippets from different stories like that of black panther lion king mm-hmm. i know there was some other um illustrations made to you know um other movies or stories that we know of so right. that's what i took from it if y'all know the correct interpretation help me but that's what i got from help it. me <laughs> jay you speak on it before we wrap up give your reaction to his face <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> I, here, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Is it black excellence? Yes. Yes, it okay. is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Because um, for all the points that you said, the dancing, um, the, the costumes, the music, the whole nine, mm-hmm. it is it is black excellence. It, it, it was a great production. And they shot it in Africa, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really all, all that, you know, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. For me, <laughs> and I and I know you know, Beehive might might come after this uh, with oh me, and it's fine. You know, I got raid. So, um, oh. <laughs> what? Hello. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm glad that you got what you got out of the um, out of it, man. I'll say I expected something just way different, like. Like okay. I would like maybe if I would have like researched it more, I would have known that oh man, it was just gonna be uh, basically a visual album or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I thought it was just gonna be more. Um, but in watching that, I was utterly confused. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> like oh, like okay, like these okay, these are like this. Is just you want to pump out the songs again from Lion King to Gift a dope album i love the yeah, album yeah but it's like okay like all right and and even like some of the shots uh in black and king in black is king for some of the songs were already you know 
pre-recorded shots from the music videos that they already did for some right. of the songs. Right. So so for me, it's like, all right, so what what's the point here? Like, like, I mean, it is black excellence, but I didn't need it at all. Not one I bit. Got you. Not near one bit. I mean, <laughs> I like, you. like it really just felt like, hey Beyonce, what you feeling? You know, I'm just feeling this oh no all right <laughs> let's do it like here's what i'm thinking africa colors and simba let's do it like i got you so, it definitely felt a little random through there it definitely felt random at parts for sure yes so again i i echo uh what john said like yeah. if anybody has the correct interpretation by all means hit hit me because like maybe maybe I'm just not that deep and that's fine, but I feel like if I have to dig so much to get what you were like yeah. what you try to mean, yeah. then then you you missed it. You you went too deep, yeah. you know. And that's why I feel like this did. It it went too deep. It was supposed to mean something more than just be a visual album. I like, feel it. So yeah. I feel it. Well, y'all let us know your thoughts. Once again, we've dedicated this episode to talk about black excellence. So please, if you know of any businesses, individuals that you believe are worth shouting out, please send their information to us. You can DM us on the TMLP show on Facebook, or you can DM us uh, directly on Instagram. Um, I'm at jwinfrey316. Uh, Jason, what's your handle? Yeah, I'm at uh, jasondante824. That's D-A-N-T-E. There you go. A24. There you got it. There you got it. So we're going to wrap up this show. Any final words, comments for the people? Just thank y'all for stopping by again. Um, Black excellence is cool. If you're married, enjoy the WAP. If you're not, stop. And uh, <laughs> we'll catch y'all on the next go. Absolutely. Thank y'all for listening, tuning in. Until next time, this has been another edition of the Man Man Listen Podcast. I'm your man, John Winfrey. And I'm your boy, Jason Dante. You know what it is when we talk about everything except your mama. (laughs) (laughs) Peace, (laughs) y'all. Hey, good people. Thank you for listening to the Man Listen Podcast. Please like, rate, and subscribe our podcast on Google, Apple, and Spotify. And go follow us on Facebook at the TMLP Show. John Winfrey and Jason Dante, we got a few things on our mind. A few things that we want to say. We ain't here to start the drama, but we will talk about everything except for your mama. So sit back and relax and enjoy to the max while we talk about real life with a few laughs. I know you feel the heat. And yeah, you feel the beat So go ahead and plug into this TMLP Yeah, we're good for you Get your nutrition Yeah, you're listening to Man, listen Yeah, we're good for you Get your nutrition Yeah, you're listening to Man